Welcome to Breaking Down the Beat. This time we're gonna go over Reckless Love. Amazing song I worked on with the amazing singer Sabaya. She's awesome. First time I heard it was probably in 2018. Hearing it live was just amazing. And all these technical thoughts are going through my head as I'm hearing it. But I was able to also feel it at the same time. Every song, music I hear, I'm always trying to understand the orchestration, composition, instrumentation. How do they mix it? The ambiance of it and all the surroundings, right? All these millions of thoughts going on through my head. But this one, I was able to calm that down a bit and hear and feel it and how, as it transpired. So I just felt like this one was one of the ones I really had to touch. And I'm just glad I had the opportunity to be able to do this with her. And I'm glad that she picked this as one to work on. So we're going to go over the beat. This was was pretty much simple. The chord progression I played is what was played throughout the entire song. It doesn't have any changes through the bridge or anything like that. It's pretty much simple as that. So the first instrument you're hearing, right, was the Rhodes that we just had right now. But I also had the piano stash, right? So... And I did not do a second recording of it. I pretty much did the same recording and I just took the MIDI, copied it over to another instrument. Right, that's the piano part, and the next instrument that we have is this weird sound, right? So, I wanted this to sound different. We already know what roads sound like, we already know what keys sound like, but I needed something to drive this different. So I found this cool sound. As you hearing it, it had a little weirdness to it. This is part of Massive from Native Instruments. And in order to pull this off, the voicing I had to play with. So right now you're hearing it on a monophone voicing, meaning it's only letting one sound come through at once, no matter if I'm playing two or three notes, right? You're not gonna hit the chords. It's only gonna let one note play through. And if I take it from monophone to polyphone, now you're going to hear that. Right? But I really wanted that weirdness to come out of it. So if I try to play the same thing. See? It's not, it's not sound the same. So that's the trick to that one and I added of course some reverb on it to make sure that it sounded a little bit bigger than it seemed and then another sound that we had here is another synth it's a very patty synth and I took off all the high ends and low ends on it so if I bring all that back I think it would have sounded too much noise if I kept the high ends on so that's why I pulled it out and I took it off while her vocals are sitting on top of that next we had our pads right here simple pads nothing special at all and then we have the first bass right the first bass <laughs> I love my bass. So the first note is is our F. So this weird sounding bass right here, I, I really like it a lot. 
It's a very weird bass that has a bit of synth to it. And we took off the high end. This is what it sounds like with the high end. But we took that also. So you're not hearing that in that top at all. The trick to this also, I had to take off around 51 hertz. So that took off my sub bass portion of that sound because I wanted to use the sub bass there instead. I felt the sub bass is much fuller and I didn't want them to clash. So I took that part out of there and then I added the regular sub bass here. Right? you can feel that sub bass all up in your spine and your chest so i wanted to really make sure that you can hear it both so i combined the two together to create this like new synth sound to make sure that bass was sounding fuller and together this is what they sound like right That's it. Next instruments that we got on the bucket list is my strings. A little bit of strings here that's coming in. That's the first set of strings. And then I have right after that ends is another set of strings that comes in right Right? There's all the, remember how I said you, you can make the song cry and have this really high string to make everything sound extra intensive? This is what that string does. It's just that high note that you're hitting and it's all throughout the song. I did not take it off. I'm bringing it up so you can hear it. It's playing throughout the whole thing, right? That one note, <laughs> sustaining itself. It doesn't go away. It's just playing throughout the whole thing to just make that verse sound a lot much more intense once that comes in and then she comes in with the verse actually there's one more part before that verse hits in That's what I pretty much did in the beginning right there for the little intro. The next time you hear the guitars, you hear it a little bit for the next chorus. And I really did it at the end when she comes in. There's no shadow on minus, which I'm going to get to a little afterwards. So we got that part in. And once she gets to the verse, I took out everything, the bass, and I just left the pianos playing right there, right? Before, before I spoke a word, you were singing to be very mellow so you got the pads the keys the metal piano which is the roads and then you got the other pads the bass doesn't come in yet right and then you have that high string that plays all throughout and then when she finished that off you know we got to drop our bass when that bass come in you got to make sure you feel that so I made sure when that part comes in Right, that's all I did. 
So you're gonna hear that every time it transitions from the verse going into the chorus. And that's all it is, keeps repeating all throughout. We didn't really have much else after that. Chorus hits. So when that break happens, she's not really singing, she's more like riffing right here. Right. So I heard the guitar. I made it louder so you could hear exactly what the guitar was doing. And then when she gets back to that next verse, bring everything back down, take off everything, strip it all. She sings it all over. When she comes back in the second chorus, I did add a new set of strings and that's my staccatos, right? So that's all it is. I wanted to build up the anticipation and the dramatic effect to be a lot much more like something is coming, something is coming. And she does that right there, all throughout that chorus. And then we get to really soften the song right here. I took everything out. And I took it an octave above. So when we get to that part right here, so you hear... start bringing like a little bit more of the bass so you hear the first part of the bass right chorus and then we pretty much end off the song after that and that's pretty much all it is to the arrangement and piecing all this together we're gonna jump into her vocals real quick so you can hear how she sounded my process again working on this is that I recorded the piano version just playing piano just to get the feelings out and the arrangement that I'm thinking of and then I was sourcing for people to buy who who I've amazingly worked with before Many years ago, she responded to the request and said, I'm down to work on this. And I was like, yes. She was down to work on this one and No Longer a Slave. She killed No Longer a Slave. I don't think there's anybody else that could have sung it as good as she is in the way that it resonated. Her voice just sits like perfectly on it. 
everything off so you guys can really know how good to buy it is right i'm going to take off all these reverbs and delays so you can hear the rawness of her voice you have been so so good to me yes you have and you hear how she's adlibbing before i took so, a breath the first thing that she sent me was like come on sabaya i know you i know what you can deliver I need you to put all your toes, heart, and soul all into this and do this like a praise and worship. And next thing you know, second take, nailed it, right? That's a pro right there. She just knew exactly what I wanted, what I was shooting for, and how to really like deliver that because she herself had to reflect on what God has done in her life. And let me tell you something about this song is God's love is reckless, right? It's so reckless. And no matter how bad move away that we step away from him, he always comes back to embrace us and give us that comfort. He's always quick to forgive and just allow us another opportunity to be able to regain the strength of our relationship with him. And there's nowhere else you're going to find that, that unconditional love, right? That's what it is. That's what reckless love really signifies to me. And that song right there, we have to be able to translate that emotion and feeling for you to really understand it, how much it impacts in our lives. Because there's so many pitfalls we face where we, we definitely step away. We move away. We think we got all this over controls. I can tell you for me and my life, I lived a certain way for a long time in a certain way. I moved away from not praying, not devoting my time to God. And let me tell you, once I've been able to step back in, his love was always there to protect me and God for me. He was just waiting for me to really devote his time to me. And once I really started doing that, my life started changing. People in my life were moving away and I found my circle being much different. Even in the financials, how, I'm, how my defining success for me has changed. It's no longer having all these things. It really means how much can I do to serve others as well as serve God. That's what success really defined. And of course, with that comes the ability for you to have more financial gains, more doors and opportunities to open up for you, uh, as well as the people around me as well. I'm finding relationships with people I didn't think I would be able to have relationships with to build other ventures. And that's just the gratefulness of God. And he leads people into my life to be make me be able to devote more into the word. I met this one dude at this Walgreens one time of a computer I bought off of eBay, a MacBook. The laptop was broken by the time I got it. Opened it up, it was cracked in a certain spot, and the screen was all fuzzy. Got upset, went back and forth with the seller. It wasn't really her fault. The UPS delivery guy just pretty much dropped it on the floor. Bang, a week passed by. Now I gotta set up the return and everything, go to FedEx while I'm waiting for somebody to come through. This guy I ran into, we spoke for a little bit, and then I started telling him, yeah, and I started looking into Genesis. Uh, me and my wife, who wasn't my wife at the time, we started studying the word. And next thing you know, we built the bond and the relationship. He invited me on this call, and it's one of those calls that I'm doing on a recurring basis to help me build up into the studies. That's one. I also have a colleague at work. He's a Jehovah Witness. And I did not expect for us to be able to get to that point, but we started intimately talking about our faith. And he invited to do a study with me, and I'm digging deep into the Word. It's forcing me to study. And I also have another friend of mine. He's a Hebrew Israelite. He's very into the Word, and sometimes we have dialogues and conversations. 
forcing me to really devote into the word and it has transformed my life transforms me my relationship with others as well as being able to let me understand life everything that's going on in life all the answers are in the scriptures that's just god's reckless love for us to be always be able to provide us that comfort so no matter what's going on with me in my life the world around me i know i can always lean back onto that for comfort guidance and everything that i'm doing so that's what this really means to me but let's jump back into the session right here with sabaya so in the beginning i had it you hear that happening yeah thank you lord it just makes her endings sound like it's keeping going and it's just inside of a chamber because what i do is stack that with a reverb on top of that so when you hear that and this is it with the reverb right here i'm bringing it in it just keeps going thank you lord always loving me when we do that, we don't make it as loud. We just lower it so you can feel it, but not hear it. Thank you, Lord. It makes the reverb feel much more natural as if you were inside of the auditorium listening to her live and such. It just brings that authentic live feeling as much as possible into the song. So that's one delay. The second delay that I had on this right here which i'm going to bring it's the one that pretty much plays all throughout and uh, i'm gonna make it loud like a slap delay it keeps going fast right it, it just always stays there but we tuck it very low so you're not hearing it the decay on this i made it at the feedback pretty much the feedback is how long should it keep going once it hits the first one right it's about 50 percent so it's a decent size it doesn't cut off right away but it keeps going for a little bit until it stops that's what the feedback is doing so i got that and then the last delay that i have here singing over me singing over me singing over me this one is way more obvious right because it's the one i should be and then what else she does that again? Before I took a breath, you breathe your life in me. Right? Me. Oh. And then she comes into the chorus. Chorus, she nails it. I do different types of automation in the chorus. I don't use the same ones. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending. So all the overwhelming, right? I'm making sure I'm delaying that. Ever ending, reckless love of God. So those are pretty much, as I'm mixing it down, before I even actually start mixing it, I think about these things ahead because that relays a lot of the feelings that I want the tip of her words to exaggerate so people can really feel those words. So that's that. In terms of like how she sung this, let me just jump to where the bridge is, right? so amazing and you know like whenever she does those airy things we gotta make them exaggerated so to do that is just put i put the automation on that airy part when she's saying right here when she's about to end 
that last piece, piece right there. It just keeps echoing. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't. So with this, there had to be a dynamic build in her vocals as well she started off soft but as you can see when she got to the second cycle of the repeat she got a little stronger there's no shadow you won't light up mountain you won't climb up coming after me she there's opened no up more instead of singing from the nose start singing from her chest me. a little bit there's no shadow you won't light up mountain and she got even stronger right here mountain you won't climb she was crying at that point and that's what I wanted and she put that cry in there which was amazing And she ended off pretty much and then that was it that was pretty much it Spy just did an amazing job and I was hoping I can get her to have a dialogue so you guys can know a bit more about her but when she has the time we'll definitely make that happen but that's pretty much it once I got this mixed down I now had put it into the logic session to build out the rest of the production so everything you heard before with the bass and all that stuff it wasn't built out I first just did the piano version, sent it to her, she recorded it, went back and forth until we got the recording right. Then I mixed it down with just the piano version, make sure the feeling was there, the essence of all her vocals is there. Extracted her vocals with all those effects, put it into the Logic session, right? And I just had the piano there and just the roads. And then I built out the entire production with the bass, the strings, the dynamics that come in and out. And that was it. The mastering, I did all inside of Logic. Typically, I bounce out the two track from the mix, left and right, right, stereo, and do some EQ on each side, do some compression, make sure everything is all leveled off. And then I do another EQ with them in stereo, clean off the bad frequencies. So what am I looking for with the bad frequencies? The harsh sounds that either is gonna hurt the ear or it's too boomy for the song. Pull those in and out. And then once I'm done with that, I put a multi-bin compressor to make sure the bass part is evened off. The middle part, which is a lot of where the vocals sit and some of the instrumentations and the highs, which is where all of her airy sound. And with women, typically I gotta really pay a lot of attention to that. I usually do a bit more compression at those higher frequencies, those airy parts, because I want them to sound really good. And I find that women vocalists tend to have their S's pronounced a bit more. At least recorded when the microphone translated into the recording, it's pr more pronounced than for a guy. But once that's all done, we lastly just throw in the limiter on there to make sure everything comes out as loud. The limiter brings up all the low sounds higher and make sure all the high sounds are a little lower and then brings everything up together so that way the dynamics is a lot smaller right instead of having all this room here with dynamics right so it's going to go up and down like this it's more like this and then everything is raised up so it could be as loud as 
you hearing other songs, you transitioning in and out, everything just like flows and it's pretty much as smooth. So that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm looking forward to sharing this with you. I hope you found this insightful as well as understand what this song means to me. Uh, Sabai, who have wonderfully devoted her vocals to deliver this. And so now you can really feel the presence of our experiences of what God has done for us in our lives. Share this if you think it's going to impact someone. Even if you don't think it's going to impact someone, but maybe they may find inspiration in it or an inspiring producer, definitely please do. Subscribe for future content. Drop a comment for any questions you have or any feedback. And if you want any versions of this as well, drop it in the comments below. You can always reach out to me. That's me at yarlyg.com. You can also check out the site, yarlygmusic.com. You can sign up there for all my future releases or anything that I may have going on. So, peace and love, and I shall see you next time. Yeah!